What is up, y'all? It is episode 17 of the Two Minute Drill. We have got another guest on here. By the way, y'all, uh, we have another supporter. It is not. It is not just my dad. My dad is not just feeling sorry for us anymore. Um, we actually have Greg, who is technically related to me by marriage, but who cares? All I care about is the fact that this episode. We may get about seven minutes of actual predictions in and like talking about football and we may get like 55 minutes of them bantering back and forth. So this this started just going to kind of give you all some backstory. This banter started, mm, I think, last week. My dad texted me and he's like, who are these guys that are talking in, in, in our in our fantasy football league? And I said, oh, that's that's Greg and Gabe. Why? And he said, do they not have jobs? Because I swear on everything, y'all sent 500 texts on Sleeper in a span of like seven minutes. So I want y'all, I'm just, I'm going to actually like shut up y'all. I want y'all to kind of give the people the rundown as to what this, this uh, discussion, debate, talk, conversation, whatever it is, is going to be about. And then like, just hit the ground running with that. I'm muting my mic. I mean, okay, it started because someone, I, I, I forget how it like actually started, but I said that Brian Tannehill is better than any Dolphin, and I trash Cowboys 24-7 because they suck. But, it, okay, the, his whole point is the Dallas Cowboys is historically bad. My, the only thing I have against with the Cowboys, like, I, I can't say the Cowboys are that bad just because... Like the Cowboys defense is that bad. The team overall is garbage. Keep in mind. But you can't say the defense is like the worst ever whenever they start on like a 30-yard line every single play. And it's like they're going to get a field goal at least. So it's like, I mean, the Cowboys, the offense turns the ball over way too much. Uh, I mean, mainly in like two or three games. But those are the games that the offense scores 40 points and now the offense stats are just outrageous just because they're always behind and that's the whole point but there's no way Tatum Hill's worse than Andy Dalton now was he with the Dolphins yes <laughs> so I think my argument is maybe getting just slightly confused here it's not so much that I think Andy Dalton is better than Ryan Tannehill it's that I think if you were to put Andy Dalton on the Titans roster with that team, with that defense, that O-line, that monster of a running back, I don't think the result would be that much different. See, I, I think they are totally similar disagree. players. I think that Tannehill is benefiting from a better situation at the moment. The only, I mean, I can, I, honestly, I can side with either side on this one. Just because. What a like, crappy debate this the, is. You the, go, uh, I can side <laughs> with it. What a crappy well, debate this it, is. Like, you, you, can, you can look at it at different angles. Because Andy Dalton, the thing that's, like, of course, it's only one game with the Cowboys. The Cowboys offense shouldn't have any problems scoring. They have everything. And you, you might say, like, oh, the offensive line is hurt. There's a lot of teams with offensive line problems, and they can still run and pass. Look at Chiefs. They ran the ball all over the place. It was like 240 yards and they had like three or four of their offensive linemen gone. I mean, so you can't use, oh, the Cowboys offensive line is gone. So you, you, that explains everything. So, but back on the, uh, Andy, like if Andy Dalton was on the Titans, he would do okay, but I don't think he would do nearly as good 
just due to the fact of like Ryan Tannehill does make his throws. Um, he's not going to win a shootout. I mean, it's his, his like bread and butter. Bread and butter would be play action because of Derrick Henry. The team's built around a run game and defense. You just need a quarterback that won't mess up. And like what the third play of the Dal- Dalton's uh, start was a like a fumble or a missed snap or something. It's like you can't have that. I mean, that's just pathetic. Like Dalton's never been a good quarterback. Even, like even with the Bengals, the Bengals were god awful whenever he was a quarterback. I mean, I think they made the playoffs one or two times. But his whole tactic was AJ Green. He's gonna catch it, and that's whenever AJ Green was good for whatever reason. He, I don't know, he has a yips, I guess, because he can't catch anything. Yeah. See, I think that they're both well up until last season when Ryan Tannehill. Yeah just turned into a different person completely like night and day difference from when he was in miami um but like wh- i will who, say who he's gotten coaches? a lot better but who's his coaches in miami Very it was true. joe philbin <laughs> and i think uh gase so he, he had, yeah he had adam gase in 2016 in his final year there but the fact of the matter is is that ryan Tannehill he had four offensive coordinators his first four years in the nfl that's like Washington Redskins, or I say it every week. I always screw it up. Washington football team. My bad. This By the way, there was there say? was a New York Times article done in 2010. 93% of Indians said that they did not care, but that's neither here nor there. I say that every week, y'all. But, <laughs> he does. Uh, that, that, that is like Washington football team um, level, like bad. And, and at the end of the day, is Ryan Tannehill truthfully, uh, he's made a believer out of me. Um, I don't know if it's because he's good or if it's because of, again, like Greg said, is the fact that he's playing um, in front of, not necessarily behind, but in front of um, arguably the best running back in the NFL. Y'all still know who, despite seven fumbles through, I think, like three drives last last Monday. Um, y'all still know who I believe is the is the top. But Derrick Henry, I mean. So delusional. My God. What, what, a, what a monster. Um, but. Andy Dalton, I, I've never, I don't understand, well, I, I wouldn't say I don't understand. I don't fully agree would be a better way to say it. I don't fully agree with Gabe's hatred on him because at the end of the day, when he had good players around him, and yes, I'm, am I going to sit here and act like like Andy Dalton is is elevating people? No, he's not. But when he had Chris Brown, or Chris Henry, my bad, not Chris Brown. I'm not talking about the R&B singer. Chris Henry, um, when he had TJ Hushmanzada, when he had Chad Ochocinco, and then I believe he had a year, um, I forget who their tight end was. It was not Tyler Eifert. I can't remember who it was. Um, Cedric Benson was also in that backfield. But the years that he had a halfway decent team around him, above average game manager. Now, this year, Get out of here with the O-line excuse, Gabe. Greg, I side with you there. This O-line is destroyed with injuries. You know why it's destroyed? Because they have no one. Like, this is the Cowboys philosophy of building the team. This is not the truth. I hate, no, this is not the truth. Every single big name player, and then that's that's the team. That's what they do. That's false. Dude. That's false. Amari Cooper, you say the GMs consider him top 10. I disagree completely. I would. I, there's a lot of wide receivers I would want over him. I, but uh, I, I will admit I have a bi- slight bias towards him. Like I hate him. It started because of fantasy football because I got him, got him one year, and he scored nothing. <laughs> but that's besides the point, dude. The 
you just said whenever Andy Dalton has a good core around him, we've went through episodes talking about how the Cowboys had the best receiving core and you say the best running back. Okay. That's a pretty good core. But, but, I mean, but at the end of the day, if you don't have anybody, so, so last year, by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this and Greg, feel free to chime in last year. They had five second string players that could have started anywhere else anywhere else cam fleming is starting in the nfl this year um Sufilo is starting in the nfl this year joe looney was starting in the nfl this year before knee injury um connor williams started the year as a backup second game he was playing um at the end of the day like they they put together a really good o-line they they have over the past probably seven eight years ever since uh stephen jones started having the cowboys in um, general have put together a great team they're always but, top, like, what, five in talent? Like, talented players? They have a bunch of talented players. They can never win anything. Why is that? That's the issue. They don't win. Why is it, Greg? I So, my argument would be that they were stuck in the repetitive circle that is Jason Garrett coaching the football team. And I did. I really do think that was a hindrance upon the team, especially in the last couple of years. But you can't say they don't okay. win when two out of the first four years of Dak's career they win or division titles yeah. and yeah. they make the playoffs. I don't and, mean I don't mean regular season because I mean as you can see this year the um, NFC East. You're sucks. talking to a Patriot fan. <laughs> it's all about the playoffs. It's a four team like the Cowboys. The Cowboys are a good team. They don't win. With I mean, Jason Garrett, I completely agree with him. I think he was garbage. But Mike, I don't think is much better than him. So 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 that that begs the question. And Greg, I'll ask you this as a as a Cowboy fan. And by now I know you've heard. By now the listeners have probably heard. But if you haven't, if you live under a rock, whatever, um, you're not Patrick Starr, but I guess you want to be Patrick Starr. Tuesday, October 20th, Gabe, why do you do that? Patrick Patrick Starr lived under a rock. How do you not know who Patrick Starr is? You're a single dude. I know you watch SpongeBob. Give me a break. But Tuesday, October like, 20th. I actually watched SpongeBob maybe a year ago, and I realized— It's a great show. No, I disagree. Top five it was, it was, Top five. Thank so you, for, Greg. For whatever reason, like SpongeBob was doing the I'm ready going to uh, the uh, Krusty, uh, Krusty Krab. Yeah. And it, for whatever reason, that annoyed the crap out of me. So I was like, turn off. The show is annoying. But um, October 20th, so Jane Slater uh, yesterday, so we're recording this on Wednesday. Yesterday, she came out with a report. Um, I guess it wouldn't even be a report. It was, it, was, it was a story that unnamed players were essentially calling out the coaching staff this year, the, the, of this year's Cowboys already, um, six weeks into the season. And basically saying that these guys don't know how to adjust on the fly. These guys don't um, coach us. They don't really know what they're doing is essentially the gist of what was said. So uh, that begs the question. So over the past 10 and a half years, Jason Garrett was a scapegoat. And I'm not saying that he was or he wasn't the reason that the Cowboys sucked or didn't suck. But over the past 10 and a half years, he was a scapegoat in Dallas. He was the convenient scapegoat in Dallas. Now that Jason Garrett is gone, the only holdover is Kellen Moore. The only thank you, Gabe, for showing us your Super Bowl champion New England Patriots shirt. By the way, can we get a new one? Um, it's been a few years since they won one, but that's neither here nor there. Um, the only holdover was Kellen Moore. So, Greg, in your mind, like 
with that news coming out, like what are your thoughts on that? And what are your thoughts on the really just the whole coaching staff? Because initially all, all Cowboy fans were like, oh my God, this is amazing. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. And now we've got players coming out and saying, wait, this staff stu- sucks. What is a fan saying? So I like to think of myself as a kind of a moderate fan. I don't try to be, you know, too diehard or too critical. Um, and I think that hope that optimism was very high coming into the season. Cause McCarthy is a big name coach. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's bringing in his guys. The offense was hot last year. Everybody was excited. Then I think the pandemic hit and that throws a whole curveball into everything. Right. So, yep. As far as the comments about the coaches, for the last two years of Jason Garrett's tenure, it was all these coaches don't know what they're doing, the game plan sucks, this and that, all about the coaching staff, blah, blah, blah. Now we've got a brand new coaching staff in here, and we're hearing the same exact thing. When is it going to be on these players who are making 15 16 $20, 30000000 million a year when is it going to be you guys who are incompetent and who are yep. not living up to your potential? Yeah, I think I think that brings a that's a great point. And I've said this. I remember saying this two years ago, right right after he got paid. Um, Demarcus Lawrence. Don't even get me going with him. Um, Demarcus Lawrence is again this year. He's showing like. And you have Cowboy fans that want to say, well, it's because he's double teamed every play. He's not even the best edge rusher on this team. Like, give me a break. He's not double teamed right now. Um, great run stopper. But, like, you've got Demarcus Lawrence. You've got Amari Cooper. You've got big-time payday guys that are not performing. Jalen Smith, number one, first and foremost. He's he's. Uh, what does he do besides put out Trojan condom ads last year at the most inopportune times? My goodness. Is that a big um, thing? Is that a big thing about his ads? Uh, I mean, that's literally all he's done. He's he's had a halfway decent year this year, but but um, I say halfway decent year. He's he's played two really good games. Besides that, nothing more. Um, at the end of the day, like these Cowboys, and I'm sorry that we're taking so much of y'all's time talking about the Cowboys, but at the end of the day, they are America's team, and they are they do play a huge role in 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 um, really the NFL. Let's just call it what it is. This team has been honestly, I can't think of a team in the NFL that's had higher expectations that has just, just sucked as bad as the Cowboys have since the two, since the 2010 Philadelphia Eagles dream team. And even then there was not this high of hopes coming into this season for this, for the Philadelphia Eagles team um, as there were the Cowboys. And, and at the end of the day, it's, it's just, um, it, there's so many issues here and, and there's so many issues that, I'm going to go with the Cowboys this week, and I'm going to get y'all's picks on that in a second, but um, and some some other thoughts around the league. But it's hard for me to even think that the Cowboys are going to beat the Redskins this week, if I'm being completely honest, Gabe. I mean, what, what do you feel? Man, it's a tough pick because I, I think they can be a good team, and I think the Redskins are kind of just kind of lost. They don't know what's going on. They don't have a quarterback. Uh, by the way, I do want to say that Reds, the, uh, Ron Rivera is going for two to win the game. It was a dumb Loved play. It. No, it's a dumb Loved play. It. 
Like loved it because the, 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 the Giants, I loved it. The Giants have scored thirteen points on offense. Thirteen in the game. What makes it's, you think okay, that they're so, going so, to score so, at, another touchdown? It's very low. So the thing is with with this. So there was like nine seconds left in the game. Had they won that, or had they that, they would have won. But yeah. And I think you, you honestly, got, I think but, they could have won if Kyle, Kyle Allen would have just ran. I think he would have just hit the linebacker or whatever that was there. But that's besides the point. They didn't. I, I, I loved the call because at the end of the day, you've got to show your team that I'm here to win. I'm not here to screw around and go into overtime. I'm here to win. And let's not act like like the Redskins are in. Feel free to chime in at any time, Greg. But let's not act like the Redskins are um, trying desperately to get wins this year. No. The higher the draft pick, the better. Um, and who comes out of this a winner? The Redskins, they lost, but they came out of this a winner um, because it just gets them one game closer to uh, inevitably getting Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, or Justin Fields uh, because Kyle Allen ain't going to cut it. Yeah, I, I mean, that that's a win-win situation for Ron Rivera right there. You know, he's he's come out publicly and said that they're trying to, you know, do everything they can to bring a winning culture, you know, back there to Washington. That's why you benched Dwayne Haskins and – Know, went to Kyle Allen, not the brightest of decisions, in my <laughs> personal opinion, but whatever. But like you said, or like I just said, it's a win-win. You know, if you win the game, hey, you win the game, and it's awesome. Your team's excited. You lose the game, like you said, you get closer to a better draft pick. Exactly, exactly. Um, with that said, I mean, what's in in y'all can y'all can kind of touch on this, and I'm not going to talk on anything because I've talked enough. My God, people are tired of hearing my voice right now. But um, yeah, Gabe shakes his head. Greg's laughing um, as he's walking through his house. He's trying to be quiet and not wake up his daughter. I, I I feel you, man. But talk to me. What kind of thoughts do y'all have? And again, I'm going to mute my mic so y'all just talk away. But what thoughts do y'all have on this past week and um, the thrashing of the Bills? Um, and really just, my, by the way, guys, my bears are for real. Um, but, but I mean, what, what are your thoughts on this week? Josh Allen is not ready yet. I mean, he, if I, I watched the last two games versus uh, Bill, uh, the Bills versus the Chiefs and the Bills versus the Titans, I think. And he, like the first four weeks, he was throwing MVP-like, balls i mean it was just great but he's back to throwing over every single person on the team and i just i mean he's just not ready yet and i don't i don't know if he'll ever be good but i think he i thought he was i thought he passed that point um other than that the jets defense is going to be for real but the offense is beyond garbage that's pretty much all i got i don't want to i kyler murray he he won a game that he threw nine. He, he you relax nine, on this man, he my God! He passes. was nine of twenty-three. Please, he, he was ran, nine of twenty-three. He texted me throughout. All over that he's so good. Team. He's going to win an MVP. Shut up! I could run all over the Dallas Cowboys. Greg, <laughs> no, what are your couldn't. thoughts? No, you could not. Kyler Murray um, runs like a four-three forty, and he's like five ten. No one can catch him, <laughs> and if they do, they miss him because he's so elusive. Yeah, he's he's been that way since he was 16 years old, man. He's that guy is crazy. Um, but as far as my opinions for last week, uh, specifically on the Bills, um, like you said, I think Josh Allen 
may have showed a little bit of his true self over the last couple of weeks, uh, as opposed to the first, you know, three or four. Um, I was, you know, looking to put a little bit of money on the bills. They were a little underdogs last week. I was maybe trying to get a little score there. Didn't happen. Uh, but I was looking at their history and through the first four weeks, I don't think they won a game by seven points and they weren't playing very good teams. I mean, they so, should have lost versus the uh, Rams. If it wasn't for some stupid DPI call, they would have lost. So, I mean, <laughs> you're right. So we're, I think we're about to see a little bit more of the down-to-earth Josh Allen and Buffalo Bills, uh, but their defense is really good. They're just going to have to step it up offensively. They are missing, I think, one or two linebackers, so that does hurt the defense a lot, and that's why they're getting scored on the last couple of weeks. But... uh I still have the Patriots winning that division. They're just, they have a much better coach. And, okay. <laughs> not, not that there's any, not that there's any bias there while you're wearing your Super Bowl uh, 19 Patriots shirt and your Super Bowl 7 Patriots hat. Um, yeah, not that there's any bias, Gabe, right? Um, well, I, the Miami Dolphins, they're going to be interesting to watch with Tua getting uh, that starting job. Tua is going to get murdered. In he, week eight, Aaron Donald is going to break his hip again. Do you I think mean, Alex Smith calls it, him and wishes him luck? Um, maybe. It's like, hey, <laughs> that's he a, sacked me like that's seven a great times. Point. Yeah, you might want to do this instead. But uh, that's that's a great point. I th- Miami Dolphins will still be up there. I th- I don't think they're going to drop off or anything. The Jets are they're tanking for Trevor, and they will most likely get him. Uh, and then Gase's body. Trevor, Trevor ain't coming out. He he yes, will he not come out okay. if the Jets are if the Jets are we'll talk if about the Jets are number one and Adam Gase is still there. Trevor Lawrence is not coming out. Let's talk about this in a second. He's not doing it. Let's talk about this in a second. There's nothing to talk okay. about. The incentive going to the biggest city in the world, New York City, and being if he's as good as they say he is, he will be a damn. Darnold was a monster coming out. He wasn't. Sam Darnold was not Trevor Lawrence. He wasn't anywhere near (laughs) Trevor Lawrence. Not even close. Trevor Lawrence is like the next coming of Peyton Manning. I'm here to tell you he will. Go ahead and mark it down. I've I've been. By the way, you want to put put money on it? The Jets are number one, and Adam Gase is still there going into the draft. Trevor Lawrence will not ever suit up for the New York Jets. Gase will not be the head coach next year. We all thought that this year. He'll be the head he'll be he'll be the head coach while they tank. He won't be the head coach next year. But besides anyways, the past year. I don't really care about the Jets too much. They're I mean even when if they get Trevor Lawrence, he's he'll he won't do anything. The Jets suck everywhere. But the Patriots and the Broncos. The Patriots lost a game oh, giving man. up six field goals, zero touchdowns, and that offense looks garbage now the excuses that you'll hear is they practice one and a half times or two times payment I mean, me that pay me came newton practice once and gilmore practice once the defense i thought played okay not great they ran down the field and they just kept them out of the end zone i think the defensive back this year is kind of slow compared to what they've been I think all of them have lost a step besides maybe J.C. Jackson. Um, so are they no longer the number one defensive backfield? 
Um, that I would have to think about that a little bit. It's hard to say yes, but it's hard to say no. I mean, they're top three for sure, but just because they have so many, so many good players in the backfield, their front four is not that great. They've lost almost all of the defensive tackles due to COVID or injuries or whatever, but their linebackers are God awful. Bentley did good versus the Broncos in some plays, but overall, like they, the Broncos still ran all over them. So it's, I don't know. The defense is okay. They're not top five. They're probably a top 10 defense, mainly because of that defensive back when the DBs, the offense, on the other hand, like you, you guys were complaining about the uh, Cowboys losing so many offensive linemen. The uh, Patriots are in the same boat. They've lost all of them besides one. Now, the good part is David Andrews is coming back. Shaq Mason should be coming back. Uh, Joe Tooney should go back to this guard position. And Wynn will go back to his left tackle. And then Renu will go to the right tackle. So I think the offensive line, they they, they were bad for two, two games. Like they were just decimated. But I think they'll be back to being a top three offensive line this next week. Cam Newton, he... <sighs> He regressed a lot after he missed the two weeks. He like he's not th he's not playing in his feet. He is making terrible throws. He's holding on to the ball for 15 seconds whenever like there's people all around him. He for I, I don't know if the coaches told him don't run or if he just doesn't want to run, but he never runs besides like one or two times a game. Uh running back situation is kind of like a they're all, a bunch of running back, like second string running backs besides James White. I think there's like 84 running backs in that running back room, Sony, to be very honest with you. Damien Harris, Rex Burkhead, Sony, uh, Sony Michelle, James White. He had one good game and then he got put in IR due to his hamstring. Sony Michelle's been a disappointment. And then Rex Burkhead, he's good. He's just, you can't play him that much because he's been injured pretty much every year. Get out of here. He was not good last week when he scored me 1.6 points after I traded Brandon Cooks for him because I needed a running back. I literally would have been better putting in the bagger at Kroger. All, all of your stats are based on your fantasy team, which is what is the reason why you don't know football. Anyways. Oh, the, yeah. But Maybe why, the worst why, trade. Why would anyone... <laughs> he's had two horrible I, trades. I was okay. would Why would anyone start Rex Burkhead on their fantasy team? Unless you knew, like, you unless why? you could read the future, do you, I tell, I'm well, a huge Patriots fan. Everyone knows it. I don't have a single Patriot player on my team besides the defense, which someone else took. But do you, do you know why, do you know why I picked him? Because, because you suck at the the day, picking players. Like, uh, my, guard my guard other, shut up. My other running backs are on by. So last week yeah, I would have been has stuck. Hold on. Shut up. Last week I would have been stuck with the 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 the, the top the top scorer last week was. I don't care about your running backs. Right? Darrell, Darrell Williams. Now. How, how would how would I have known Darrell Williams was going to go off for ten point six points last week? I mean, ten like, points isn't it, a lot. 
Well, it's better than one. I would have won the game had I had Darrell Williams, not stupid Rex Burkhead from Nebraska. God, go back to the freaking Cornhusker State. If you, if you want to know something about the Patriots, ask the you know, party the biggest Patriot fan you know, or one of the two biggest. I'll, I'll, fans I'll ask you because because you just gave us a film session on the Patriots Anyways, for about ten hey, minutes, no. and I think I, I dozed <laughs> off. I'm not done yet. <laughs> oh my! God. I do want to the wide receiving the. I want to talk about the tight ends first. They drafted two tight ends. Both have done nothing. Um, Brian Izzo, he fumbled the ball after he actually caught a good pass, which doesn't really happen often, so he kind of let that one down. And the right receiving, like, if you – there was some – there was plays – there were some guys open that Cam Newton just completely missed. But overall, like, the receiving core just – Edelman is what 34 35 he doesn't want to be there anymore I'm pretty sure he might retire after this year uh Nikhil Harry he's probably the greatest wide receiver blocker blocker but you don't want a first round pick to be Shout out to you, Jake. Like, Shout out like, to you Jake who cares about a, a blocking wide receiver I mean he's good I mean on that one that came to the run he blocked that dude down like right up next to Cam Newton so that's good uh Demir Bird, he can run, but whenever he gets open, Cam Newton can't throw him the ball. Uh, Gunnar yeah, whatever his name is, uh, he's had one good play. He's he was hurt, so he he's only been back two games, but he has one good play, and that good play can. The only reason that happened is because Edelman couldn't catch a ball, and he was right behind him. So the uh, offense is going to be bad. For the rest of this year, but I think it will be better than it was versus the Broncos. Okay, this segment on um, <laughs> the Boston Globe New England Patriots is over. The New England Patriots. There you go. They lost to, to the Denver the Broncos. They're, they lost to the Denver Broncos. They've got a lot of issues. 12. Um, truth be told, no, they don't. They, no, this year, they, next year, they do. Oh. Just told us they had a lot of issues. The offense has a lot of issues. The defense doesn't. The defense is fine. Hey, so I got one more thing uh, about last week before we move on to our next topic here. Uh, Dak Prescott has thrown for so many yards that he missed a week and three fourths of a game, and it's still the still leading See, that's not I impressive that. to me. Just... They are what? Two, oh and three, two and four? God. Two and three? <laughs> Who cares if you throw for 5,000 yards if you can't win a game? How many turnovers does he have? Four? I, I think, think four, I think four picks, four in, four fumbles from Zeke. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, of course he has a lot of yards. He has a top three receiving core, and he's down 21 at first quarter. <laughs> it's like and he, he has is to the throw. sole reason, the only reason that the Cowboys were even had any opportunity to be in any of those games. Apparently, because Dolphin is god awful, or that team sucks. <laughs> Either Dak Prescott is the second coming of Mahomes, or Dal Andy Dalton is the worst quarterback ever. Patrick Mahomes is the most overrated player in the NFL. And by the way, that was my hot take before the year, and it's being proven. No, it's not. Thank you very much. Do you only care about like? You only care about yards. He's having. He's having. I know. I don't. He, statistically, he doesn't have he to throw. And then we're be quiet. <laughs> be quiet. He, all he has to do is hey, hey, Clyde, you want the ball? Here, go get a touchdown. See you later. That's all they did last week. 
Clyde Edwards Hilaire had zero touchdowns last week. Thank you very much. Oh my goodness. Oh, that did no. How many yards did he have? At 100, 163. You're right. Okay, he's zero he, touchdowns. He got all the touchdowns. Uh, Kelsey know. had two. Hardman had Hardman had one, so that's three. Uh, and I think that was it. Kelsey had a seven yard pass or a seven yard uh, catch, and then thank you by the way, babe, for the sausage. I, I I need it with how just upset I'm getting at Gabe right now. He, he I'm just getting upset at him. First, he gives us a New England hey, Patriots that, film room for thirty minutes, and a, I zone that was out. A great uh, catch in the end zone by Travis Kelsey. Gabe, it's a good one. <laughs> How can Greg, you say Mahomes is having like a bad year? They're, I, I mean, they, they lost one year game. You just said that he has he's having a down year. Okay. Well, his first year he had a like a almost Greg, a historical year. Second year he he thought, got hurt. Thoughts on the Mahomes controversy you've presented? Yes, the Mahomes thought. I don't think I'm gonna side with you and say that he's the most overrated player in the NFL. Um, I don't think who is engaged. Mark Cooper's not the over, most overrated. The most overrated quarterback is Philip Rivers. I've told you this every <laughs> week. Quarterback, I said player. He's a hey, he's what is a he not overrated? Quarterback at? that everyone thinks is a Hall of Famer. What I mean, that's pretty overrated. He's the only Hall of Famer making babies. <laughs> Apparently, uh, hey, he's doing. <laughs> Right, eighty-four kids. Good lord, his wife's doing something right too. My gosh, I mean, very fertile. That's insane to pop out that many kids. I mean, lord. I mean, seriously. So, with all this being said, he's like a charity. He gives the ball to the defense so much. God is like, hey, you want babies? You get them. (laughs) Touche, touche. So, God, I hate. Now that we spent, I don't even know how long we. I, I don't even know how long we spent talking about this. Greg, I'm going to let you actually take over this, and you, you you can see the notes, you can see your your predictions, and and Gabe, of course, you and I will talk through this, but give me your just just rundown on on some of the games and, and tell us tell us why. Oh man, um, shoot, we can. You just want to go down the list of games and talk about them? Yeah, I think that would be the best way to go for it here. You can go first. Um, so game one. Uh, Eagles Giants. I got the Eagles. As much as I think Carson Wentz is god awful, uh, he has been stepping it up quite a bit, at least last week and the week before. Um, and the Giants are even worse than I think Carson Wentz is. So that's why I think they're going to win that game. Danny Jones can throw a nice ball, but he doesn't make good decisions and he fumbles a lot. And without Barkley, the Giants' offense is kind of meh. Um, the defense is decent, but I have the Eagles winning just because they're slightly, slightly better than the Giants. Yeah, the Eagles winning. Deshaun Jackson's coming back. He'll probably um, pull a hamstring on his first streak, but whatever. That's neither here nor there. Alshon Jeffrey, um, he's probably not coming back. He's probably eating bonbons as we talk, but I don't care who he throws to. I need Carson Wentz to throw, throw for about four touchdowns and about 700 yards because he's my starting quarterback this week. No one I've cares about your fantasy. I've got be quiet. I've got the Eagles beating the Giants a lot to a little, and I think about seven players or seven people in America are going to be watching that game. Good lord! Second game, guys. This Thursday night football game. Everyone's going to be watching. I'm just kidding. 
Ain't nobody going to be watching that game. <laughs> I will tune in simply so I can see what Wentz has done. Game two, guys, if I'm being honest, besides my, my Bears on Monday night, this game is probably the game that I'm most excited for this week. Um, there's a couple other games that I'm kind of excited for, but but this this game, I mean, my TV is going to be turned to CBS 11 on Sunday at 12 o'clock to watch Big Ben and I don't even know who else. I mean, talk about their defense. Forget their offense. Um, against Derrick Henry and the Chase Titans. Claypool, Juju, Chase Claypool, Juju, Juju okay. Which Eric Ebron, Connor. Connor is better than really bad here. Um, but Steelers and Titans. Chase, the next MVP, Claypool, is uh, there. I mean, good Lord. Um, I've got the Steelers. I, I've got the Steelers for one reason and one reason only. Devin Bush loss is going to be huge, by the way. Nobody's talked about that. That's not being talked about enough. But second year inside linebacker. But the defense is absolutely menacing. Now, Eric Henry, monster. Second best running back in the league. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes off. But if he doesn't go off, I also would not be surprised. So I've got the Steelers. Greg, I see you've got the Steelers as well. Why do you have the Steelers? And then, Gabe, why do you have the Titans? Probably just to make some points up because I destroyed you last week getting four games up on you. Um, I've got the Steelers uh, because, man, Ben, Ben, Big Ben looks fantastic this year. Like, I mean, he looks just as good as he looked when they were winning the Super Bowl. So, I mean, my confidence in him is through the roof. Chase Claypool is a monster. He can catch. He can run. We're just waiting on them to throw a touchdown at this point. Um, so that their offensive weapons are, you know, top, you know, 10 in the league without a doubt. And then I think that their defense is elite, man. I think that they're going to, if there is a league or a defense in this league that can give Derrick Henry trouble, it's going to be this one. I think that losing Bush is pretty big for this week. But the uh, whoever is drafts all those wide receivers for the Steelers, he needs a pay raise. And he's, I mean, they've drafted tons of like great uh, wide receivers. But I have the Titans mainly because I think they have a better coach. They have the best running back in the NFL. Ryan Tannehill does enough to win games, and he doesn't make mistakes. And their Titans defense is really good too. I mean, they make plays. So I, I I think the Steelers have the best defense in the NFL right now, but the Titans isn't much worse. And that's pretty much why I think the Titans will win. It will be a close game, though. I think it's going to be – it'll probably be a close game, but I think it's going to be another shootout. I don't know if they're going to go overtime back-to-back weeks, but I just don't think that the Titans – I can, can see handle, that. I don't think they can handle putting up 35-plus two weeks in a row. Okay, all you have to do is get the ball to Derrick Henry and he goes for 94 yards. I mean, he, he is, guys, it, his his past 14 games, 14, 15 games, really, you could say whole season, um, his past whole season over the past literally 16 games, because he wasn't amazing for the first 10 games of the last year, or really 12. But um, I want to touch on that. It's been insane. It's been insane. This dude is is it's it's you never see nfl players shy away from tackling people but you see nfl players shy away that's, from tackling derrick henry that's stiff arm it's it's insane Norman. oh it's it is these dudes don't even tackle him it's crazy how good he it's it is seriously insane 
two things one thing they rated i mean they said his speed on that 94 yard touchdown was faster than lamar jackson which is just bonkers to hear <laughs> just because like he's a humongous human i didn't being. hear that that is insane and and the uh like he's been the titans offense changed the second they got ryan tane hill they were derrick henry did nothing with uh uh mark marcus mariota and then the second they changed to Tannehill, the offense just went off. And ever since then, Derrick Henry's been the best running back. You, you know why? It's because, and this was actually known coming out of A&M, where Ryan Tannehill was a wide receiver his first three years and then transferred to quarterback. But Ryan Tannehill is arguably a top probably six play-action passer in the NFL. And when you have Derrick Henry behind you, and you can run play action. I mean, because if you watch them, very rarely are they out of the gun. Very rarely. And mm -hmm. when they're under center, which is almost all the time, when they're under center, A, you have to respect Henry running the ball, A. And then B, when he play actions that, it's insane. His his accuracy on the run is is it's crazy, which is crazy because it's not – we're not going to sit here and say Ryan Tannehill is a top five NFL quarterback. But when you mm -hmm. talk about play action, when you talk about accuracy on the run – Ryan Tannehill is a top, arguably, probably, like I said, six or seven. It, it's it's crazy. And truthfully, this game, um, I'm going to be flipping back and forth between this game and our next one, which is the Cowboys and Redskins, because... And Brian Tannehill is also thrown to A.J. Brown and Adam Humphreys, which is both good targets. Yep. A.J. Brown coming back, finally pops. I got you. I told you to draft him. You see what happens. He's finally healthy, and boom, there you go. Game three. Cowboys versus the Redskins. We've already all touched on this. We've all got the Cowboys. Um, I think that this may be one of the highest rated games of the weekend, if not the highest rated, simply because people want to see what's going on with the Cowboys. Not about the Redskins. They want to see what's going to happen next with the Cowboys. I will not watch this game. I tell you that right now. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. Exactly. I mean, most people will. I will watch it. Again, I told you I'll flip back and forth between that and the Steelers-Titans game. But... Um, I'll be watching Steelers Titans for sure. I just want to see what happens with the Cowboys. I just want I to see what happens with them. I do too, but I can see that whenever the Cowboys lose. I don't think they're going to lose. I think I it's going to be close. Uh, I do want to see Chase Young. It should be. Chase. Oh, yeah. Chase Young is going to have a field day. Oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, because who, who, is, the, who is there so... Um, uh oh my goodness what's his name the tackle who they just lost for the year terrence Steele, and who's his they, they just had to go sign they're now up to their third string i think it's right tackle um i mean they're either montez sweat or chase young is going to eat on that third string right tackle that honestly i'm not even trying to be funny y'all um they're having to sign off of the street I, again i'm not trying to be funny they really are because they didn't have a third one um especially with all these other injuries zach martin ain't playing this week they are walking into this season or this game with a grand total of zero starting linemen from the opening day and one player in the backfield from opening day. The quarterback almost, is gone. This almost makes me want to change Five. my pick to Washington. <laughs> Seriously, I mean it's 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 crazy. Um, 
yeah, it, they're tight ends. They're tight ends, second string tight end. The running back is okay. He's he's there, duh. Andy Dalton, of course. And then you got Amari, uh, CD, Michael Gallup, Cedric Wilson, the number four. People didn't even know who he was. Um, I mean, it, it, this team is just a dumpster fire. Good Lord. Um, yeah, but we've all got the Cowboys for some reason. This next game, y'all know that we typically have a game where we don't even talk about. There's literally nothing to talk about. If y'all talk about this, I'm going to I, i'm literally just going to skip over y'all and i'm going to talk over y'all I, i'm actually going to talk about this for a few seconds um is there to talk about the bills and the, the jets the biggest <laughs> thing on this game is i want to see how josh allen reacts the jets defense isn't that bad i mean it's not great they lost mosley and stuff but the jets defense isn't that bad and i want to see if josh allen can score and if he can bounce back from his last two weeks that's the only thing jets will lose i have bills all the way I'll talk about it, and this might surprise you, but I wrote down all my picks right before I got on with you guys. And beside, I picked the Bills, but right beside it, I put in in parentheses, Jets could win this game. I think that they're going to win two games this year, and I think this is very possibly going to be one of them. Like Gabe said, depending on what Josh Allen does on a rebound. I I mean, I guess at the end of the day, anything can happen any given Sunday, but... I think the Jets are, like, actively tanking, so I don't think they'll win any games this year. I, th- I really do think they'll win, go winless, just for that first pick. I mean, I, I, I think, excuse me, a lot of the game is going to come down to... Devin Singletary's had a horrible second year. He was really good his first, his rookie year. He's had a horrible second year. Um, Zach Moss was supposed to be good. He's had a horrible um, past, what, two, three weeks. He was hurt the first, I think, two out of the first four weeks. Um, yeah, th- th- this team is a little – they're a little uh, head-scratching, I guess, for lack of a better term. But the Jets aren't head-scratching. We all know they suck. Um, go ahead and build some mafia. Go ahead and drop something from the top rope on Adam Gase and the Jets. Get fired for crazy eyes. Go break some more tables. Game, dummies. Yeah, pretty much. The next game, we all agree on this one. We've got the Saints versus the Panthers. Guys, I just made a trade for Michael Thomas. I need you to go off this week. Um, y'all don't care about my fantasy team, but whatever. Michael Thomas is going to dominate. Um, the Panthers coming off of... What they felt like was a bad loss to the Bears, what I feel like was a great win for the Bears, but that's neither here nor there. Joey Slyther, kicker, he's arguably arguably been the best kicker in the league. Um, He's out this week due to uh, close contact with somebody with coronavirus. Uh, Mike Davis is still their starting back or uh, uh, running back. Yeah, I got to go the Saints because at the end of the day, Michael Thomas, he swings that game that much. Um, He opens up everything for for everyone on that offense um he's coming back so got the saints yeah the saints uh i have the saints for all the same reasons pretty much michael thomas coming back i think he's gonna be uh one eager to play two maybe trying to prove something everybody's kind of talking bad about him for punching his teammates so uh maybe maybe he'll come with a little chip on his shoulder at Drew Brees to throw him the ball a little bit. I think the Saints would win this game even without Michael Thomas. I mean, Alvin Kamara's killing it this year, and I mean, if they have some guys. 
Yeah, and Greg, to touch on your point, a Michael Thomas with an edge is absolutely terrifying, especially for James Bradbury, but that is absolutely terrifying for the entire league, truth be told. So, about the Saints, we all agree to that. Gabe, I think that's a great point as well. Depends on how good Breeze actually is, because he's not the regular Breeze. I still think he's good, but... Is it, it, that's going to be the only thing that's question mark with Michael Thomas, and that's the reason why I traded him, and because he's been um, he's been hurt. I'll I'll take the risk on him. He was not um, a first round pick for no reason. Michael Thomas is a freaking monster. Mm-hmm. Here's a game that we um, that we have a, a little bit of a disagreement on. I see a couple uh, stars next to this, Greg, and I truthfully, I'm tired of being screwed by this team. That's the only reason why I didn't um, go with them. I, my heart and my head is telling me to go with the Houston Texans over the Green Bay Packers um, because I hate the Packers being a Bears fan, and I do believe that the Texans will win, but I am completely and utterly tired of being screwed over by them. So had to go with the Packers, as did Gabe. But why did you go with the Texans, Greg? Honestly, they've... They started off rough, man, but I feel that they've improved every week. They were, you know, maybe a a questionable coaching call away from winning that game. Uh, You kick the extra point instead of go for two there. Who knows what happens? Maybe don't even make it to overtime. Yep. So um, I think that they've been getting better every week. Uh, Like Dabo Swinney said, I believe Deshaun Watson is – football is Michael Jordan and I think that dude is about to just go off I I put in the notes that I think he can easily have you know a 300 yard three touchdown game and put the team on his back and carry him to victory the Packers are I don't I don't disagree they are a better team I would I would say yes because that defense that defense is really good um and I'm really curious as to see how they're going to come out this week after after being utterly destroyed by the Buccaneers last weekend. We didn't even touch on that game, but they were utterly destroyed by Tom Brady and Gronk. Um, throwing back to the New England days, my Lord, that's the best Gronk has looked in like three years. No, they were not destroyed by Tom Brady and Gronk. They were destroyed. Yeah. Okay, that Brady defense, didn't have a huge stat, that stat defense line. defense was d- com- like destroyed Aaron Rodgers. He was getting hit every game, I mean, every play. I mean, the defensive line is disgusting. Even Jason Pierre-Paul with his four fingers. That defensive line is disgusting. That's still the funniest thing ever. But hey, let me hold a Roman candle. Oh, son of a, where's my ring finger? What an idiot! It was a Roman candle. Yes, it was a Roman candle, and the idiot held it and just, I guess, thought it was just going to blow up or something, and his hand was going to be okay. Well, you dumb idiot, you're stuck with three fingers. (laughs) He's not intelligent, but uh, that Bucks defense is underrated, and. They just, I mean, they're the the Bucks team is good. Now the Packers, like Aaron Rodgers, is a weird kind of quarterback. He 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 throws every pass at an elite level, but sometimes he's just he doesn't play like Aaron Rodgers. He just like he gets hit a few times and just like folds. Wow, because he knows his family like, hates him because he's a terrible person. No, he's not. His family is terrible. But he like he's the opposite of like they have this like. Skill level, I'd say I'm not going to go there. But like Tom Brady, whenever he gets hit, he gets up and keeps on playing. While whenever Aaron Rodgers gets hit, he gets hit and just starts folding. And I think that's a difference between like 
when Tom Brady gets hit, he gets up and complains to the refs. I want the flag every listen, time. Listen to every single defense, good defensive player talk about Tom Brady. Every single person is like, no matter what, 2007 is a perfect example. Michael Strahan said, no matter how many times they hit him, or 2015 Broncos with Von Miller, no matter how many times they hit him, he just kept on getting back up and still tried he to leave. Still got in. up and immediately went to the rest for a flag. Immediately. He immediately rolled over, over on his TB12. Name not a abs single quarterback that doesn't go after a flag. A single one. You can't name a single one. All there's of them a, do it. That doesn't lot. matter. If you, you can, know, oh, by the way, let's just say, they, do you know who they got that from? They got it from your boy, Tom Brady, who literally the entire game in the NFL was changed because he wanted to, pardon my language, bitch and moan about taking a, a, a hit to the knee. This is football for crying not, out loud. Actually, Get over it, Tom Brady. That is exactly that's what not, happened, and that was the Matt Castle year. He that, took a knee, or he took a helmet to the knee from Everson Griffin, who played for the Vikings, and that changed the league forever. No, that, the reason that the league, that, how it is now is Tom Brady. That role was based on Carson Palmer getting his ACL torn. Give me a game. You cannot be that delusional to think that the that, NFL is going to change it up for Tom or for Carson Palmer with the Raiders. No, it wasn't Carson Palmer with the Raiders, you dummy. There's Carson Palmer with the Bengals whenever he played with them at the beginning oh, of his career. Whenever no. he tore his ACL. Yes. Tore it's... his ACL with the Raiders. No, he didn't. Tore his ACL with the – yes, he did. He the tore his Bengals. ACL with the Raiders. The Bengals got rid of him because of it. Yeah, I think he had bad knees his whole career. Yeah. He had bad I mean, knees his whole career, but, but the that, Bengals got rid of him because he said, I'll never play in John Brown that, Stadium again. That rule started because of Carson Palmer. It might have got reinforced with Tom Brady, and now they started calling it more. But that started like that started with Carson Palmer. I don't care if you disagree or gonna whine or anything, but that's just facts. Now, the uh back to the Packers and Texans. The the Texans getting rid of Bill O'Brien was the greatest move ever. They started actually incorporating their wide receivers now. Brady probably like Brandon Cooks. And why would he disagree about that? Because he loves Bill O'Brien. No, he doesn't love Bill Bill O'Brien. I mean, he was the offensive coordinator for what, three, four years. I forget how many years in total, but I think it was, I think it was three years. Yeah, yeah, because and then he pretty much got he got Bill O'Brien the job for a head coach. But the uh, the Packers are just going to they have a better defense. Aaron Rodgers is going to back, bounce back. They have weapons. It's the Texans' it's defense isn't that good good at all. So yeah. Say what else do you have to about Tom Brady? We can go at this all day. I'm only been like he's my favorite player of all time. What else do you want, want to be educated that, on? That, that's that's why it's that's why it's hard to have this discussion with you. The game has changed because all he does is complain. There's no, not, not there, you can't argue. You can't the, argue with that. The, the, three of the quarter no four of the quarter quarterback roles are based on Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Carson Palmer. Those are the four four rules that changed the NFL. First one, Peyton Manning. And well, it, it te- technically it wasn't Peyton, Peyton Manning. It was the Colts. Stay complain. That made the defense where they couldn't do anything. Then that's whenever the yards started blowing up. Not the truth because the Colts didn't run didn't run a hurry up offense. Oh my good lord! It is the truth. Everyone knows it. Two, two, why why do you think the 2004 Colts was 
like well, not 2004 2006 colts were so good the rules got changed where they had you, five hall of famers on that team that's why they were so good they had edger and james peyton manning marvin harrison reggie wayne and dallas clark and that's that, why they were good that it had, started because oh the defense couldn't play anymore the the rule changed in 2000 what 2004 because the patriots abused the colts they literally Are we abused talk about them 2001, on the, the rule what the tuck, Are we talk about that we can if you want because apparently you think that tuck rule wasn't a good call but the uh the 2004 patriots is what started the defense change and the, ever since then because they abu- like they couldn't beat the colts one on one that the patriots offense wasn't that good but the patriots defense was and they abused Peyton Manning and the right receivers. That's the reason why it changed. The next year, Pullian threw a fit and got the rules changed. That's how pretty much most, I mean, what's funny is most rules are based on the Patriots besides the uh, Aaron Rodgers rule. All of them are because the Patriots were, have been good for 20 years. It's that simple. Gosh, I'm loving this Patriots history lesson we're getting today. We can go more. I mean, we can go more. I mean, it's just, I don't want to talk about it because it's every, it's, this is a widely known thing. And if you don't know this, it's, it, that's on you. It's not on anyone else. Like, it's your Patriots hate. That's all this. I don't it's, it's hate okay. the Patriots. It's okay that you hate the Patriots. You love the Cowboys. You hate the Patriots. This has been I known in the last 17 episodes. <laughs> You just I, I can, you, I can. Every single Brady hater blames everything no. on Brady. It's, it's hilarious. No, it's funny. No. It's okay though, because guess I can, what? I can sit the and talk about hate how he, the Patriots. The more I love it. I wish I was more cocky. Be one of the Patriots for winning more, because that would have been way it, more fun. It's, but it's not the fact that I don't respect them. It's not the fact that I don't understand the greatness. It's none of. It's none of that. It's the. It's the sheer incompetence of New England Patriot fans to act as though the league has not been changed because of things that the New England Patriots did. You can't argue that. And if you do, it's because of your, in your words, sheer and utter refusal to acknowledge it. You no, cannot argue see, this is a, this that 2010 New England Whenever, like, the, the, I'm, I'm not going to say all Patriots fans, but like me, the reason I know so much about the Patriots is mainly just to defend them. It's because you watch biased documentaries. No, I don't. <laughs> is is anything oh. about the NFL bias? So <laughs> what you watch, Gabriel? Like, I'm, I'm telling you. I, I'm telling every, you. I, I bet you like the like your your it's only argument. Your, your only argument is it was Brady and not Carson Palmer. It's like I literally just said it's. <laughs> Pretty much both of them is the reason why the rule changed. The rule changed at first because of Carson, and it finalized. Pretty much got enforced because of Brady. Because he, Remember this. Gabe is the, saying Carson Palmer changed the NFL forever. Yeah, the, that fat chance. The greatest yeah. quarterback ever blew out his knee because he got hit in he got hit in the pocket. That's it's it's football. I mean, this happens. It's football. You can't good, get up good, and complain about it. Good quarterbacks just. I mean, that's the thing. Peyton Manning got rules changed. Tom Brady got rules changed. Aaron Rodgers got rule changes. Drew Brees. I don't know about Drew Brees. I'm sure he has, but I'm not sure. All three of those he quarterbacks. He doesn't though, whine and complain. All of them do. <laughs> I don't understand your like oh your your fascination. Like only only Brady complains. All of them do. Have you ever seen a bigger crybaby in any sports? Yes, Philip Rivers. Ever. ever. 
Philip Rivers. <laughs> you ever. Have you ever Phil seen a bigger Rivers can complete a pass and complain to the refs? I've seen it multiple times. I Tom Brady. If he can complete the pass, he gets hit, and he looks up for the ref. Where's my 15-yard penalty? Shut up and take your TV to well, shove it up your ass and move did, on to the next play. Did you play. know Tom Brady, like, <laughs> the last, like, five years, he's the least penalized quarterback? Like, for ref and the passer? Because you... he doesn't get hit because he throws the ball away in half a second. Oh, so so the quarterback you say that changes all these roles gets rather the ball. Huh. How does that work out? He doesn't get penalized. Like, he gets no penalized favored for him. So I don't understand how you can say like, oh, this he gets all the penalties. Oh, he actually doesn't because he gets rid of the ball. Just make up your mind. Like, stay on one topic. Just stay on, stay on one topic. You. Don't like keep on going back and forth and trying to like make this argument continue. Let's move on. Browns or Bengals? Why do you have the Browns winning when Gabe or when when Greg and I both have a brain and know the Bengals are winning? The Bengals aren't a good team. Which, by the way, remember it wasn't Carson Palmer's fault. The Browns are. I mean. They're a good team. They lost against the Steelers. They always lose against the Steelers. It'll, it'll just bounce back. But Baker Mayfield is hurt. His ribs are hurt, messed up. But it's a running team. Is that something that Tom Brady would complain about? <laughs> if you want to talk, if you, we can talk about this for an hour. No, Tom Brady never no complains about being hurt. He had it. He his thumb was his hand was split open. And he still won an AFC Championship game. So I don't want to hear those. Oh, he whines all the time. Why was it split open? Because why was it split open? They got, because they got caught no, on Rex Burkhead's helmet. They got caught on Rex Burkhead's helmet on a handoff, and it split open. He had like what twelve stitches. Does it get more unathletic than that? I mean, it's just a freak accident. Just split your thumb open. Just it's, split your thumb. God, I it, hate Tom Brady. Is this his God freak accident? Everyone's like, oh, everyone's like, oh, it's, not, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. And then they see his hand afterwards. It's like, oh, snap. The, the, <laughs> that team was freaking out whenever that happened, by the way. They, like, ended practice. Everyone's like, oh, God. We just lost. Every, like, yeah, because whole, he started complaining thing. to it. He wanted to sue everybody in the NFL. See this Can this we... this is whenever your argument just get shattered because you're so wrong on everything everyone's like yeah he of course he's a Brady hater it's it's okay though because can we, we pull can we pull all the Brady talk uh, until the bottom of our list of predictions here <laughs> please he's one that gives are bringing it up <laughs> he he knows I will talk Falcons. about it Lions Fal- and Falcons why do we all have the Falcons. Because the Falcons are a good team with a terrible coach that they fired. Same reason why the Texans are started winning games. Uh, Julio Jones, if if he can do what he does, what he's done his whole career, they'll continue to win games. They say he's healthy right now, so that's good. He'll play three games <laughs> <laughs> until he's not again. He's uh, he's a Patricia will blow another lead. Blow another lead. Hey, Falcons a, will win. What's funny is it's two teams that do not finish games. Very true. At, at all. Now, this may this game may still be going on next week when we when we talk. Truthfully, the NFL may change the rules for Matt Ryan, to be very honest with you. Who knows? <laughs> um he's up there with Carson Palmer, though. So we'll find out. Seahawks at Cardinals. Of course, Gabe. Um shocker. He goes with Tyler Murray and the Cardinals, while two people with brains decided to go with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Gabe, give us your thoughts without saying Kyler Murray. The Seahawks' defense is one of the worst in the NFL. 
Absolutely. The Cardinals defense is pretty good. Um, it's, losing Chandler Jones is a huge hit, though. He is he has the most sacks than anyone. And last week you said he he wasn't that great. Oh my gosh, I love it. You compared him it. to Mac. Mac has a better defensive end than him. <laughs> he's I love it. I just, I just but love it. He is he's he's still a great defensive end. I never said he wasn't a great defensive end. I said he wasn't the You're best. Amazing. amazing, by the way. Speaking of the Cardinals, he looked amazing. On Monday, granted it was against the Cowboys, but the dude looked great. I mean, y'all. There's a reason why he got paid, why he's the highest paid safety, and that's you. You saw it whenever he did everything he could to win that game. Um, but th- this game's going to be based on I think the Seahawks' offense won't score as much as they usually do, and I think the Seahawks' defense is really bad. See, I, Greg, I, what are your thoughts? I said it without Calamari. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. Um, I give it about seven seconds. Oh, Kyler Murray's going to be the reason they win that game, though. Woo! Another high-scoring game probably this weekend. Um, man, Russell Wilson is on a different level compared to everybody else this year. And DK Metcalf is unguardable. Uh, and then when you combine that with the speed underneath of Tyler Lockett to blow the top off your defense, man. I, their Cardinals defense is good. I don't see them slowing down the Seahawks offense. Yeah, that that that, that Seahawks team um, gave, gave it the nail on the head. Actually, y'all both did. Um, touching, on, touching on the offense, Greg, and then Gabe touching on the defense. I mean, that Seahawks defense is just god-awful. But if there's a quarterback besides, honestly, Besides Patrick Mahomes, that can lead a team to win sixty-four to sixty-three, it's Russell Wilson. Um, and truth be told, I'd, I'd take Russell Wilson over Patrick Mahomes in a shootout any day. Y'all are going to call me I, crazy, but I, agree with I just that. would. I think um, all of us agree. So the, the only thing that's funny is you just said you just. What's funny is you just said the only person that you would take besides Russell Wilson is Mahomes, and you think Mahomes is overrated. So go on. He is, he, is over, he is overrated, but there's not another player in the NFL besides Tom Brady who complains as much as him. So it is what it he is. He doesn't complain that much um, either. Do you not watch that, the that games besides the Bears? It was a joke game. I just wanted to see what you said. Okay, next game. I don't think anybody's watching this game, even though I read yeah, I do, this One thing I do morning. want to touch on Mahomes is his little like stopping right before the uh, sideline. He should just get clobbered and killed until he stops doing that because that's BS. And then c- catching those penalties, it should not be a penalty. If he stops right besides the, uh, the sideline and he steps out whenever he's about to get, like, they're in the motion of hitting him, he should be penalized, not the defense. I think it's BS. That's pre- a veteran move. No, it's, yes, it is. No, it, it, for Tom sure. Brady would do. But, like, even, yeah. even if he's, like, like, I just don't like how he's using it. And Tom Brady, would, Tom Brady would never do that. He can't even get to the sidelines. <laughs> he's slow. Mahomes is quick. Well, he'd, he'd get a penalty called for him and still complain that it wasn't a second penalty, to be very honest with you. Okay, I don't Jaguars see how because he never gets penalized. Oh, anyway, it's gone. Jaguars and Chargers. We all got the Chargers. Justin Herbert. Dude's for real. I'm actually very shocked. Um... I see. I see. Y'all both want to say something, but he is for real. I don't know why Anthony Lynn still is insistent upon Tyrod Taylor as the quarterback when he gets back from his punctured lung. But Justin Herbert is like, dude's a gamer. He he yeah. he he doesn't. He said that 
Justin Herbert's the starter. No, oh, he he's been asked multiple times, and he said Tyrod Taylor, when healthy, is our starter. Tyrod, and people are like, why is he your starter? A, he was a stopgap. A, and then B, Herbert's come out and he's played well. He's he's winless, but he's gone out and put the team in position to win every think, single game. Do you think that could possibly be something to do with getting a suit or something because of how he got his lungs? I think so. I think he's. I think organization wants him to save face, maybe and. And say, hey, we love Tyrod. We, you know, we really want Tyrod still. So whenever he does come back, he's not coming back. But when he does, he's gonna be back in the starting spot. I mean, he like even if he does start, I think it will be like one quarter, and they're like, hey, Justin, you're in. <laughs> yeah, Herbert's been like fantastic. one pick. <laughs> you're gone, dude. <laughs> yeah. So guys, ju- just so y'all know, the the thing that we're talking about with Tyrod is. What, three weeks ago, y'all? Three, four weeks ago? No, it would have been four weeks ago because Justin Herbert's over four. Yeah, so four weeks ago, he goes in before a game. And this was actually kind of scary because it shows just how commonly prescribed painkillers are, which is terrifying in its own right. But that's neither here nor there. Just before the game, so Tyrod Taylor's gone through warm-ups and everything. Literally, like, minutes before kickoff. Well, he, goes and he, gets, he goes in and gets a, 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 a shot in his ribs, or he thought was his ribs as did the team physician for pain pill or for painkiller goes in there. He goes and gets and He's like, Whoa, timeout. You just nicked something. They're like, what? So they pulled him out of the game and they say he's having chest problems. So people immediately think like, Oh my God, something like seriously wrong. He had a heart attack or something like that. Herbert goes out and starts the next day. It comes out. Adam Schefter tweets at something like 10 20 in the morning. And he says, this isn't funny, but he says, Tyrod Taylor, the reason he missed last night's game was he was getting a painkiller uh, injection in his ribs. Doctor missed his rib and hit his lung, punctured his lung. So that is how Tyrod Taylor lost his job. That right there, I mean, sign that man to a lifetime contract. I mean, seriously, he, this dude just lost his job because of your your ineptitude to giving him a shot. Just insane. Wasn't it due to like cracked ribs? I think that's what it was. Yeah, sure, yeah. But it sucks to lose a job because of that. It really does. It sucks to lose a job. Period. Much less for. Literally, not even something, not even your own fault. Literally, no, you yeah. can't control that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, I mean, it's not like he could have played afterwards. Oh, no, I ab- so. absolutely, not, especially with a punctured lung. Um, quickly, because I know we've been talking with people a lot. Um, Greg, you have you actually have the Niners over the Patriots, whereas Gabe and I both have the Patriots. Gabe, we know why he has the Patriots because he's got some, uh, he's got some skin in the game, but. I got the Patriots um, because I think Cam's gonna. I think he's gonna come back and play pretty well. Why else? I don't know. I just need them to win because they actually Greg. will practice. That's a, that's uh, a, that's a great thought. Man, that's another one. I think that's gonna be a good game, close for the majority of it. Uh, but the 49ers, that's because the Patriots can't score. That's why it'll be close. <laughs> the 49ers back at uh, darn near a hundred percent. Uh, they look good, man. Uh, Jimmy G, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but he's he's one of those guys, game manager guys, that's not going to turn the ball over a whole lot, but they're going to rely on that running game, and I think they're going to pull it out. How can you say they're close to 100? They just lost the best running back. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Jimmy G, he, he doesn't throw deeper than like 15 yards downfield. Um, that's good. That's one bad thing for them, especially versus the Patriots. Who did you learn that from? 
do you, have you not watched him play for the last week, two weeks? Who did he? Who did he learn not how to throw a ball more than fifteen yards from? What's what's up who, with your Brady who, who, hate for today? Who, 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 hold on, hold on. You get friends who on the podcast the now. You're like, oh my god, let's show off. We almost made it to the Bucks game without bringing up Brady. Yeah, if we can almost. talk about Brady with the Bucks. Anyway, I'm I'm not. I'm just gonna ignore that. Jacoby Brissett, golly. If you look, if you look at Jacoby Brissett, never he he throws it deep all the time. But anyways, the. Uh, Jimmy G, ever since he hurt his ankle, it still is hurting him. And you can tell by his throwing motion, he doesn't really throw it deep. But George Kittle is there. Um, I don't know if, I don't, who is your running back this week? McKinnon? McKinnon? No, it's, 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 it's um, Jerome Hasty. Some dude, he's gigantic. He's 5'9", 220. That is a massive man. Yeah. 59220. That is a gigantic human. I may have to tune in just to watch that. Okay. But the reason why I have the Patriots win is mainly due to the Patriots don't have much talent on the team. They're very lack of talent. And the talent that they do have opted out or is hurt. Um, but with a week of coaching, I think they will scheme it just right. I think they will scheme Kittle out of the game. And I don't think Jimmy G will be able to win a game without a running game. And the Patriots oh. offense will just do barely. I think the Patriots offense will be better than last week. But they have to be. If not, then I do want to say if the Patriots lose these last two weeks, I told you this earlier this week. If the Patriots lose versus the 49ers and I think Bills, they should sell as much as they can. Preferably Gilmore and Tooney. Gilmore can get you a first round pick from some team. And Tooney will probably get you a third. Maybe a second for a desperate team, but most likely a third. Maybe. Yeah, but. it's it's uh, whatever. Um, Gilmore, because the reason why Gil, they will trade Gilmore is Gilmore's not going to be playing with the team next year. He no, he he, he got a pay raise this year. He's getting paid like five mil next year, and they are going to get rid of him. They have it. They still have, even without Gilmore, they have a great defense. JC Jackson is going to be the, I don't want to say elite just because that's a, that, it's too easy to throw that word out there, but he's a great corner. And JC Jackson with Jason, Jason next year is going to be tough. They're probably going to lose both McCordy's. Chung will probably not come back. If he does, he's not the same. Selling it again. He, Probably. I don't know what he does in his free time. I don't, I don't think he was the one that was selling the cocaine. I just think it was, in, it was in his house and the cops, I forgot exactly. The cops got called to the house for something like an issue. It was a robbery. And then he, and they found coke in his house and he goes like, he gets in trouble for it. It's a weird thing. Don't be in the situation anyways. I mean, that's the whole thing. Don't be in that situation where you have coke in your house. If I mean, Come on now. But yeah, I have the Patriots winning. I think it. I don't. I think it'll be like a two-score game. Oh yeah. Well, when I when I saw that, the, in it's hilarious. Games, I died laughing when I first saw that. Uh, I almost said a couple of years ago this off season. It was hilarious. It wasn't this okay. off season. I think was it, it? I think it was two it seasons, was. two or three seasons okay. ago. It's insane. It, was it, it wasn't this off season because this off season was all about COVID. Yeah. Okay, then it was two off seasons ago. Yeah, Damn, I, 
My years are all mixed up. This coronavirus has got me all thrown off. Chiefs and Broncos. Okay, this is going to be the game. I thought Bills and Jets was going to be the game that we skipped. We're just going to skip this game. Okay. <laughs> This has got yeah. to be the game we're going to skip, right? How, okay, how you, Quit skipping games. For one, this is actually going to be a decent game. Get out of here. No. Chiefs by about 714. No, I have the Chiefs winning. I'm just saying, I, I don't think it'll be as like bad as you think. It's not going to be like a Chiefs versus Jets in a few weeks. Uh, it's going to be Chiefs by 21, at least. At least. Yeah, I mean, great minds. This is not even going to be a close. You, you mean to tell me Drew? Holmes team, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. The Broncos defense is okay. pretty good, and Locke is a legit quarterback, so anything can happen. This Chiefs next game, like we have three more guys. We this is our this is our third to last game, and we're we're starting a new segment with the bold prediction of the week. This is this game right here. Game. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, it is my second to last game. My bad. Counting's hard. I know. So. <laughs> this starts by the new segment, Bold Prediction of the Week. Right here. This game right here will show everybody that the Raiders are back and that the Raiders are for real. I've got the Raiders beating the Bucks, but but there is a huge but to this. Huge, literally. That's not what because Bold Prediction six, is. 6'8", 380-pound left tackle Trent Brown came down with coronavirus. All other starting linemen have been placed on the COVID exempt list because of close contact with him. So literally every single offensive lineman, if they are not cleared by Sunday, is going to be a second string or third string offensive lineman blocking for Josh Jacobs. I am a little worried about that, but we're going to see. I believe that the Raiders are going to be back. Y'all both think the Bucs are going to win. Uh, I'm probably going to look stupid for this, but why do y'all think that the Bucs are going to win? DB12. Yeah, Tom Brady's found his stride with that offense, man. And the defense is great, like we talked and about the, earlier. Yeah, and the defense is phenomenal. Defense is great. See, Tom Brady's agree completely. Um, but, but I can't argue with the fact that that defense is really, really, really good. Um, and Tom with the Raiders losing their whole offensive line, that's that's pretty big. That, that is a huge <laughs> thing. Um, I gave myself an out with that, and truthfully, I'm probably going to have to use that out next week when I said my bold prediction was that the Raiders were back. Um, yeah, they're probably just going to finally be reporting back uh, to the facility. By the way, you need help with bold predictions, but we'll work on that. Maybe so. And, well, yours is I do bold predictions every five seconds. LMAO. You need help. With bold predictions. How many okay. bold predictions have I already made? I said um, Kyler Murray was going to win MVP. That. I said Tom Brady will probably be the second person in line for MVP. I mean, like what? I've said a lot of bold predictions already. We were we, was, we were supposed today. to do a segment on like bold, bold predictions. I did one, and you never came up with one. I don't want to hear this. Well, there you go. I, I got it this week. The Raiders are back. Who Your knows, though? We all agree. Terrible. <laughs> Mine was actually like, oh, they, it's possibility, but a lot of people think it's unlikely. Your bold, your bold statement, it wasn't even a prediction. Your bold statement this week was that Carson Palmer changed the way that the NFL has played forever. That is about <laughs> as bold as it gets. Carson You're so delusional. I'm just, I'm repeating what you said. The players hey, are the people. Do you remember that one time that Brian Erlacher got juked out by the slowest quarterback in the history of quarterbacks? Yeah, everyone I knows because I still it was about a that. good time. <laughs> anyway, it's gone. Bears at Rams, Monday night football. 
all last game we all agree the bears um the rams have only beat nfc east teams i I think i'm biased here the bears are for real you're not five and one not being for real um first three weeks of the season really 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 ugly nick Foles. bears um, thinks they're for real that i'm telling y'all that defense you can't argue with the defense that defense is nasty and what nobody's talked about at all this year throughout it, because I don't think that the majority of people even know this, is Eddie Goldman, their best nose tackle, arguably their best defensive lineman. In fact, I would probably say is their best defensive lineman. Opted out. Gabe, you you were quiet. You were going to sleep. You're not going to have to listen to me talk about this for 10 minutes. Eddie Goldman, their best defensive lineman, opted out before the beginning of the season due to COVID. Um, that Bears team is for real. I, now, their offense, absolutely god awful but that's how can a tv for you? real if their offense is god awful their offense isn't god awful by the way the Foles is a decent quarterback they're not god awful they're not great but they're enough with that defense that's all they need is it is enough the defense yeah. is good we've all known it i mean it's same thing for this the, okay. the worst same, defense has been. Same thing as the Cowboys. It's it, of course the Bears' defense is way better than the Cowboys. I'm not saying they're identical, but the same thing. It's like you cannot be a great defense if their defense is on the field 45 minutes in the game, and that's what happens to the Cowboys. And that's honestly, if you look back at the uh, Chip Kelly uh, Eagles team, that defense was gassed they, because they did that no huddle. I mean, they were either three and out or they had a touchdown in like two minutes. So that defense has to play 40 minutes. Defenses can't play for 40 minutes. So that's the reason, like the whole thing, Bears, people have always said like the Bears defense sucks. But the reason why is the offense is off the field by the time they get to the sidelines. So, of course, now they have an offense, they have an offense that stays on the field, can score a little bit of points, and that's all they need. That's, I mean, the last time they went to the Super Bowl, they their offense was okay abysmal with the abysmal. with the god awful quarterback. The offense oh, was okay besides the quarterback. Rex Gershman <laughs> is a, a sorry excuse of a quarterback. It, oh, he was horrid. He was great in Florida, but God, he was horrible. Oh, oh. Patriots were freaking one play away from winning another Super Bowl. Yeah, <sighs> man. The Bears may be the most disrespected good team in the league right now i think i i really do think that there is a very solid team uh if they didn't have to play the packers twice they may win that division but uh they're they're definitely somebody to look out for this year i think they're gonna win this game pretty handily yeah i agree and the bears versus packers game is gonna be huge you know what the thing that they play in three weeks so so this next month and a half of the of the bear schedule will tell us who they are so they play the rams they put the saints they play so they put the the bucks the panthers the rams the saints and then the falcons the packers the vikings i think is what they like they, they go they have a pretty tough stretch of games that they're in the midst of right now um I besides a couple teams that are that are not good but but if they can go out and split with the packers don't look now. Um, this team, I mean, seriously, don't look now. And, and truthfully, I haven't been this confident in a Bears team in five years, 
truthfully, since Jay Cutler was there, um, because Mitch is just that bad. I mean, you you can't you, no matter how good that defense is, you couldn't hold any hope for him. Um, but the fact that Nick Foles is there is is um, not highly encouraging. It, it encourages me more. Um, and that's that. They still have to open holes for David Montgomery. They I still th- they can't run the ball. The, the Bears are maybe a little bit better, but I think they're pretty much in line with the Cardinals on underrated. Like no one talks about the teams, but they're both good teams. No no one cares about them though. What, I mean, it's kind of weird that a Chicago team doesn't. No one cares about, but I guess maybe it's because they've sucked for so long. It's the fact that they haven't been good, and it's the fact that they had Mitch starting the year. It's like that was it. I mean, that was it. Looking back on it, like you can't really. I mean, most people probably couldn't name a lot of Bears players. It's the same thing with like Buda Baker. No one knows who he is, and that's just. But he is one of the best safeties. I mean, just those small teams. Yeah, I don't really have a bold prediction besides uh, you're crazy. Eric, what do you got? Uh, my bold prediction, we're going to go throwing it back to that Texans-Packers game, man. I think the Texans getting that upset victory and Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, showing what he's capable of. And I think that's going to send the Texans on a run to uh, make the playoffs and maybe make a little bit of noise. Oh, that's one thing, like, everyone's, like, freaking out because they started so bad. It's like, they played against, like, three of the best teams in the NFL. Of course they were going to be, like, have a tough games. The only shock was they lost against Vikings. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm shocked at that prediction, Greg, seriously. But... And sorry, y'all, if I, if y'all hear food in me, it's ten sixteen, and I'm just now eating dinner. But I'm shocked at that prediction, but I'm happy because of the fact that at the end of the day, the Texans were my Super Bowl pick for the AFC. So I like that prediction. Hey, who was the NFC but, team before we leave? Who was the NFC team? Greg, I'll let you sign us out. It's the Cowboys, everyone. <laughs> Oh, man, thanks for having me on, fellas. I had a blast. Uh, Definitely look forward to making another appearance here in the future. Yes, thank you so much, sir, for being on. Um, That was fun. Hopefully you enjoyed our back-and-forth banter. Guys, just so you all know, a lot of this is um, just for show. I just like getting under Gabe's skin. It's very easy to get under his skin, but it was not for show. Just because you're wrong with everything you say. It was not for show the fact that he believes Carson Palmer is the reason that the NFL's quarterback protection rules have changed. That is he blasphemy. For sure. he, he absolutely did. I'm just going to agree Hold with on. you, Gabe. You're right. Hey, who do you think started the tuck roll? Gabe, it's 1017. Let's answer this question real quick. I'm not going to reply or anything. Let's answer the question. Who do you think started it? God, I, I mean, I don't know. Whoever sacked Tom Brady. See, you're wrong again. Anyways. Go on. Cool. Awesome. Thing. Incredible. So, guys, this has been another episode of the Two Minute Drill. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed it. Um, we enjoyed it. Sorry for this being this one being a bit longer than normal. Um, there was just a little bit more banter than normal. Um, my wife is officially mad at me. Um, she's rolling her eyes at me. She's now giving me the stank face because I've been going so long. I know your wife. Are you? Yeah. See exactly. You can just get off. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, guys we love y'all thank you so much for listening to us um follow us to m-e-n-u-t-e drill 
on Facebook. Like, subscribe, and share, and we will be back next week. Adios, y'all.